Friday. I don't know about you, but I am happy it's Friday, primarily because tomorrow is Saturday. And Saturday, I get a day off. <laughs> I bet you're with me. Anyone else cheering? And if you're listening to this at home and it is your weekend, go grab a beverage of whatever kind. Come have a seat and tune in. Today's topic is really great if you are an instructor, a speaker, or a facilitator. This is looking at how you can rate yourself during your actual session. doesn't matter your role, but if you want to evaluate yourself, here are some things to think about. So number one, knowing the subject matter. That's what we're really looking at. You're all SMEs. This one's probably pretty easy, probably to the point that you say too much, but knowing the subject is obviously important and you only need to know 10% more than the audience on the topic. They don't know you don't know more, so don't apologize for what may they may not know, but you just have to have about 10% more knowledge than they do in order to really succeed. So are you a five? Four, three, two, or one. Five being high and good and can do that well. Number two, supporting participants as they learn. What does that look like? Supporting someone as they learn. That looks like turning on soft music when they're connecting with other people for white noise. It means turning off music and having it silent while people are reading. It allows you to say, hey, throw on a jacket. We'll turn up the heat. We'll turn down the heat. How can you support as they learn? Are you five or four or three or two or a one on that? And then number three, this one gets most people. Dun, dun, dun. Managing time. Yes, folks, you heard it here first. No, I'm just kidding. We all have that, that struggle, right? Where we manage time. We look down, we have 12 minutes and we have 18 pages left to go. And you're like, yeah, not getting through that without racing. Uh, so managing our time is really important. So having a timeline and just chunk it very high level. Like I should be covering this, 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 this. So by break time, you know how far behind you are. By the end of the day, you know how far behind you are. So giving that that managing time. Are you a five or are you one? Five being high. Remember, we're rating ourselves. Giving clear instructions on how to proceed. Are you giving instructions three by three, three, three instructions at a time? Come grab your paper, markers, and wall space, go. Now that you're all there, here's what you're going to do with that wall chart. Are you clear? Do you use an overhead to remind people? Or if you're virtual, do you put that question in the breakout room? Obviously, five scale five to one, are you using AV, audiovisual? of any kind, um, a movie, PowerPoint, a music of some sort. And then using multiple learning methods besides lecture, we want to have a variety. So if you've been to any of our crash courses, specifically, I mean, crash courses in Preskills is going to give you a checklist there. In instructional design, going to give you lots of activities. If you've been through boot camp with us, that is, we give you 55 ways to add variety. So multiple learning methods there, you know, it's been debunked. If you're looking at the pyramid or the cone, Dale's cone is no longer, um, you know, it's been debunked. So we know, though, that we have multiple learning methods and we all learn differently. So having a wide variety becomes really important. All right. Number seven, involve all members in a discussion. I think most of you are going to get five on this one. Involving people means not just asking the question, having them kind of chat about it, but having them report back 
as well, a debrief to ensure you know that they got it. I like getting a different team leader each time so everyone has that chance to write and listen and report back out. Are you good at that? Are you a five? Maybe a four? What are you? Grade yourself here. All right, what about handling difficult participants? Somebody that's just making your life very, very hard. How well do you do with that? For me, that is an area that I, I do just fine. It's not my favorite job, though. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily a five on that because sometimes I have people still not thrilled that I had to call them on something. So uh, I guess I could improve there. Next, uh, number nine, providing summaries at the appropriate time. You can give summaries to the participants themselves, or you can provide summaries to your management team after you've rolled the session out. That's another time you could do that. Are you five? Are you really good at doing that? Four, three, two, one, you, you decide. And then our 10th tip for today is closing a session in a clear and memorable way. Instead of saying, all right, see ya, I want you to ask, Is there are there any questions about two-thirds of the way through the afternoon or two-thirds of the way through your session or workshop or meeting? Uh, any questions? And I usually say, what can I clarify? Are there other thoughts that we need to discuss? Something like that. And if there are questions, I can then judge and assess how much time I want to spend on that. And I want to save the last couple minutes for them to do some sort of closing activity that allows them to figure out what they can do with this when they leave the meeting. So right now, I'm going to give you exactly that. What is one thing you learned during this podcast that you can take away and use immediately? What could you be a five on that maybe right now you're a four or a three? And how can you move that forward? Just start with one at a time. Start working on one. I'm so glad that you're on. This is Becky Pike-Kluth with the Bob Pike Group. We will see you next Friday for another wonderful creative training techniques tip that's just for you. Talk to you later.